What's up, guys? Rich here with a unique podcast, a little short on content this week. So kind of creating something on the fly here. Um, one of the cool things that people don't know much about is what's on other people's whiteboards. You don't see a lot of people really sharing their whiteboard, their private whiteboarding sessions, their personal strategy. And I'm not going to be sharing mine per se, but I'm going to tell you what's on mine and I'm going to describe what's on mine. Maybe you can get your own. I ordered a, it's probably about two meters by one and a half meters whiteboard. It's pretty substantial. I put it in my office. I think it's really important that you have a scoreboard that you can look at every day. I think you need to know where you're at. You need to know the game you're playing. You need to know who's on your team. You know, you need to know what is the score for the year. So, at the top of my board right now, there's two different things. On the left side, there's all the people who are working with me in some capacity and approximately how much I would have to spend with them each month to keep them uh, working with me. And underneath their names are like the light, the major responsibilities that they hold. So I can quickly see like how much money am I going to be spending right now on my team and what are their core actions? And my name's up there as well. My wife's name is up there. We all have different jobs to do. That's a very important part. And that really doesn't change a lot. Each person has about two or three things under their name. Typically what project they're working on or what platform they're focused on. The other thing at the top of my board, which was added pretty recently, is a hashtag. And it says hashtag decent work. And the decent work revolution is something that Rich and Niche is playing a role in. It's something we're trying to uh, manifest. You know, decent work means not having to waste two hours commuting. Decent work means being able to watch your kids while you work instead of putting them in daycare. Decent work means you get to choose on what you work. You don't have to be, you know, slaving away on the same thing all the time. So there's a lot of factors to decent work, but I think that you know, digital marketing, online business, brand building, these sort of things, they speak to decent work. And I care a lot about decent work. So I put that on the top of the board so I can keep that on top of my mind. It's becoming a bit of a mission. Uh, in the next one to two years, I would like more people to be thinking about what decent work is to them and how we can all help each other in that. Let's move to sort of the middle section of the board now. So what I do with my board is the outside is very static. Mostly those are KPIs. And in the very center is the brainstorming area. Right now, the brainstorming area is very busy and full. So imagine the middle of the board, there's, imagine a tic-tac-toe board. That's what my board looks like right now, tic-tac-toe. So left square, middle row, revenue. I'm tracking what I earned every quarter. So I can see Q1, money, Q2, money, Q3, money, Q4. And then it's in a different color because it's not set. We're in Q4 now. And so who knows what that number is going to be. And so uh, below that is the yearly total. How much have I earned this year? So every day I know what we earned this year. And I think that speaks to like the seriousness you take with your business. Like if you really want to grow, you have to measure. And one of the most difficult things is measuring because it, it, it reflects if you're not doing well, it's hard to measure negative negativity. So consider strongly 
creating a scoreboard where you can measure how your results are doing. Now, revenue is a lag measure. I can't really control the revenue. The revenue will reflect everything else I do. It might be advantageous to add another area, which I don't have on this board, of what I can control. How many videos did I put out this month? How many emails did I write this month? How many tweets did I put out? I can tell you those things, doing them, if you track that, will actually lead to more revenue, okay? Um, right below quadrant two middle row is quadrant, uh, sorry, the left quadrant middle row, left quadrant bottom row. I also have more data that's connected to revenue. I have my monthly recurring revenue, how much money is currently uh, being auto billed every month. That's a great number to know. You know, building in a membership program to any business is very wise. It stabilizes the income. It's very good if you're trying to sell your business, which I'm not, but I still care about monthly recurring revenue. Right below that, I have the amount that's in the corporate bank account, the asset, and the amount that's on the corporate credit card or credit line, the debt. So you can see, are we have more assets or more debt? Let's move into the right side, the opposite side. It's almost the same thing as the left side, revenue except it's personal. It's personal money. It's how much money do I have in my trading accounts? How much money do I have in my checking accounts? How much Bitcoin do I own? How much Ethereum do I own? Uh, these sort of things. I total that, so I keep an eye on that number. And that number is very important. You know, how much money after tax do you have is very important. I mean, that's the number you're going to draw from to make your life's big purchase. And you know, your work is a means to an end. What are you going to do with that money? So right below that bottom right quadrant now is my goal, my personal goal, what I'd like to buy, how much it costs. I'm currently trying to buy you know, a farm-oriented property, uh, multiple units, uh, passive income source, the ability to grow, um, and I need a certain amount down payment and I need to borrow a certain amount and I've indicated those numbers. So it's very obvious on my board that the revenue is filling up and it's going to feed that goal. So again, very scoreboard-like ideas. Now in the middle of the board, I've got two different brainstorms going. One is a brainstorm for a client. It's a big brainstorm. There's a very busy region of the whiteboard. And what it is, is it's a user experience. I'm trying to brainstorm the exact user experience for my client. Uh, they're going to be using a survey or a quiz or some sort of interactive form. They need to generate leads and send PDFs. They need automated email. They're going to have multiple traffic sources from organic search, Facebook ads, Google ads, website. And then beside that, I've listed the price that I am working with to create what they've envisioned, right? And I'm then deciding, like, who do I need to hire? What are the people? So I've written, like, writer, UX, visual designer, copywriter. I have some of these noted out and how much those will each cost and how much those will each be billed for, right? So if I, it's going to cost me $900 for articles, we're probably going to bill $1,100, $1,200, something like that. And below that 
is the KPIs for the project. Like, what do I want to track if this project gets going? Well, it's probably like landing page visits, quiz starts, number of opt-ins, number of booked calls, completed calls, and activated clients. Uh, so, you know, by measuring and, and knowing the KPIs, you actually can envision both the funnel and the user experience, right? It makes sense with the logical next step. And you need to track each step so you can see which step requires a bit of support and optimization. Uh, so that's a pretty substantial central area of the board that's on my mind right now. And and I put things on the board so I can let them be on my mind for a few days. So I'm very passively looking at the board behind my computer. So I'm sitting at my desk right now. I have three monitors in front of me um, and behind me about six feet or not behind me, but straight in, in front of me is I can see the board. So I can always see where I'm at and what's on my mind and what are the core projects. Um, but I recognize that this board is impermanent. I may erase things here. And so if it's important to me, either I need to put it in a color that I know I'm not going to erase, or I need to store that in Notion in a different form or Airtable or Miro. Below it, uh, relevant to maybe you listening, I'm just trying to brainstorm the future of the Rich and Niche Academy. You know, the price has been going up as more people have been joining. I, I truly believe that this program is worth 300 a month. It really is going to move people forward um, in their entrepreneurial journey. It's an incubator for freelance marketers and, and, and online brand builders. We've got an incredible program and a methodology to teach people. We've got a beautiful community and support system. Really nice thing happening in the academy. Uh, also, I want to just add, it's, it's a bit off topic, but recently... Um, I was talking with a sustainable, conscious brand builder, and he was asking me if I could help him on a project. And I said, no, I can't. I'm just so busy right now. I absolutely don't have time. And he didn't have any money. He wanted to know if I wanted to do it just to learn. And I said, you know, I can't, but I have a community of people who may want to learn. And he said, oh, interesting. And so I said, yeah, I think if I ask people in my community, if anyone wants to intern, you know, is there any interest? And, you know, he's like, great, that sounds perfect. Cause he's kind of, a, he's still trying to pop, right? He's not a big business yet, but the products he has very good thought products and good for the world. And I believe in him. And I think he just, he lacks a little bit of understanding in some of the marketing areas. And so if we can support him, we could do a lot of impact. So I reached out to the community. Um, and I said, you know, does anyone want to do interning? Does anyone want some small project work for a conscious brand. And I was surprised, like six, seven people quickly replied, and I imagine a few more by the end of the week. Um, but what that made me realize is, you know, as much as I want to teach people, as much as I want to have an agency and make money, there is something very special about being able to be the person who can connect new marketers who need experience. They're in the academy, they're getting experience with me, but they want some more real world experience. They know they're not ready yet. They're willing to do it because a freelance life is so valuable. And then we have these small brands who we know as marketers, like, Hey, you can't afford us. And, and we have to say no to you. And, and unfortunately we can't do the work at this price, but doesn't mean you don't deserve to be helped. And if we can pair the right person with you, I think that's really special. And I think Rich and Niche hit that special moment this week where those two things combined. I started the uh, the academy a couple months ago, started my private forum almost a year ago. We have almost 200 people there uh, chatting on a monthly basis about digital marketing. 
And so I'm just really happy to see these things come together. And it's it's also this funny time where I'm finally telling people, listen, I, I actually can't help you anymore. I'm 100% booked. I'm overbooked, but I might know someone. And and in fact, that it's not just knowing someone, it's someone that I've trained, someone that's been around our ecosystem, that's gonna have immense value. So I'm just really excited. I think this is really special. Hope you guys can understand what I'm saying. But I am trying to create a lower tier in the academy because I know some people out there aren't joining um, because they can't make the live classes. And so we're probably gonna have a live class tier and a VOD only tier, meaning if you wanna come to the live classes, you gotta pay the full price, you get access, you can talk with me. If you want just the materials and just the videos, I think we can make that a lower price potentially. Got some work to do on figuring out how to execute that, but I see that coming down the pipeline in the next two to three months. So in case you've been thinking about joining the academy, but that monthly fee is just a little bit high for you, which I I understand, but it's an intensive program, right? I meet with these students three times a week. They have access to me directly at any time through Yak. Uh, they get incredible Notion templates and materials. I think it's well worth the price, but what we're giving and what we're talking about is so valuable that someone in like, Philippines or Russia or India, they can't make the live classes because of the time, they would really benefit from these private materials because these aren't even going to YouTube, right? A lot of people, they think my YouTube content is good. Like it's kind of average compared to what I put in the uh, private areas. So that's a little plug for the Academy. It's growing. I think we've had like less than 2% of people cancel so far. After a couple months, people just see immense value in sticking with us. I've really delivered deeply on that. Uh, so I'm excited. So that's what's on my whiteboard, guys. I told you every single thing that's on there, not a single thing is missing. Uh, I hope that was informative for you. I'm sorry I can't really, you know, show it to you. It's, you know, a per person's whiteboard is pretty private. I mean, I talked about revenue numbers. I talked about my personal assets. I talked about my team and their salaries, um, my plans, client work. So, you know, don't be surprised that you don't see people's whiteboard, but don't think that people aren't using them. As much as I love Miro, I really have this wonderful feeling just like standing in front of an empty whiteboard and like letting the pen do some work. I think it's a nice analog thing to have. So that's going to do it for today's episode, guys. Thanks for checking out this podcast. I hope that was informative to you, a little bit of a behind the scenes CEO sort of uh, aspect, but everyone should have a whiteboard and you should drill it to your wall, get a nice set of pens. I've got four colors with a good whiteboard eraser. It's all you need. Start scoreboarding your life, start putting things that matter to you, start designing, start brainstorming because Miro boards, they go away once you close the tab and you can't see them anymore. So there's something really powerful about being able to see where you're at. It holds you accountable right? You know the score in the game. When you don't keep score, it's very easy to take a timeout when you don't need one, okay? So I'll leave you with that. Have a wonderful day. Make sure you give this podcast a review. Please scroll down to the bottom of all episodes. There's a little review there on iTunes. And uh, yeah, that will really help me out. And that's the best thing you can do if you like this podcast. Because if we get more reviews, we're going to go bigger. We're going to commit more into the podcast. It's very simple. So do us a favor. Please give us a like, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And share. Why not share once in a while? I mean, I think one of the biggest mistakes in my life is not sharing enough. People value people who share good things. And the people like to try to not share because they think it's like their own valuable resource. But 
You got to make the currency flow. You got to make the energy flow. What you put out there comes back to you bigger. Always be giving. That's it for today, guys. Have a wonderful day. Take care.